0: Welcome to the Empowered Speaking Show. I'm so excited today to have Robin Samora and to tell you a little bit about why social media is important because I found Robin when she posted a fabulous award, a posting of her, she's recently recognized as a top 40 small business marketing blog and she's a, a top three public speaking blog. I wouldn't have found her if she hadn't posted it. So it's really important, and she's gonna tell us a little bit more about it, how how social media can help you get recognized, discovered, and also display your, your credibility and your authority. So let me tell you a little bit more about Robin. She's a marketing and PR expert, a speaker and consultant from Boston, Massachusetts. She teaches entrepreneurs and small business owners how to rev up their brand online and offline to attract new clients, connect with customers, get media exposure, and increase sales. Her marketing tip sheet, Robbins Rainmakers, was recently recognized as a top 40 small business marketing blog, and she also has a top three public speaking blog. She has a daily marketing podcast, hashtag marketing and she's going to tell you a little bit more about that because that's very interesting and incredible thing that she's doing right now. So welcome Robin. How are you?
1: Thank, you? Thank you. I'm um I'm happy to be here. I'm down in Puerto Rico I'm doing my work virtually um, this month and talking with clients and so happy that you asked me to um, join in on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have you. It's it's amazing with the the podcast how you know when I'm looking for people, you were just finding and discovering people that we hadn't even that weren't weren't, weren't even on our radar. And you uh, have this incredible experience, and I want our listeners to learn more about it because it's going to help everyone's visibility and credibility to hear some of the tips that you're going to let us know about today.
1: Absolutely. Ask away. What can I? What can I answer questions for you? What? What? What do you want me to talk about? Like why it's important for people to build a brand that never sleeps and to be credible and to be uh, sharing their expertise and their knowledge so that they stand out from the competition and that. Um, It's really important to have an online presence, because if you don't have an online presence, Valerie, you'll never be found. And what a drag that is after all the work, right? (laughs) That's right. All this work, and you want to be found, and you want to be sharing your expertise and your gift and So there are certain strategies um, that I think that are very important, that I believe for sure that are important. Um, And some of them are, of course, uh, using social media. But first, you really need to have a brand. And a brand consists of like three parts. Um, So it's the look, meaning, you know, your colors and your logo and what everything looks like and making sure that's all uh, consistent. You have your voice, like, What does your voice sound like? So I should, if you read my blog or if you listen to my podcast, it should be consistent. You should, if you saw me in the grocery store, if you saw me at the gym, (laughs) I, if I should, I should go more, Um, (laughs) then then you would say, oh yeah, that's definitely her. She's the same Um, in person as she is online and then you also want to have your story so you want to have your story straight all the time because we are uh, an accumulation as you know of stories and the stories that we tell other people about ourselves and then the stories of course that we tell ourselves some which are true and some which aren't true
0: yeah Uh, so that's that's really great and I want to cover a couple of those things that you're talking about now and and also how important consistency is because right. you gotta get your your message out on a regular basis. Now, how right. often do you post?
1: Well, um, first of all, um, I have a calendar, a social media calendar, and um, I used to do it on Google on Google Sheets, but now I do it on Asana, so that I have a calendar, and then I'll plan out my month. I'll plan out um, what I'm gonna do on LinkedIn. Um, what I'm gonna do on Twitter, what I'm gonna do on Instagram, and then also Google my business. So those are my four platforms. I started a long time ago with a lot of Twitter followers. It's not my favorite platform. Um, but mostly I would say for me LinkedIn I really like LinkedIn and LinkedIn is becoming more like Facebook it's more friendly it's less stiff lots of video lots of opportunity to connect with your ideal client and also colleagues because that's how you found me so it's really just all about finding the right content um, speaking in your voice I mean speaking as far as writing writing content in your voice sharing valuable information that's about uh, about what your target audience is interested in and that also uh, showcases your expertise
0: now i know um i know it sometimes it seems overwhelming for people and uh, you're on four different platforms i believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you recommend for someone just starting If sure get on all four of them to pick how to pick oh, them
1: no 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 well first of all free public you can get so much free publicity with google my business so even if you work out of your home you don't have to put your exact street address so google my business you can first of all the content is ephemeral meaning that it goes away in about a week right so you can post like say two or three times a week you can Feel, make sure that you, everybody listening should make sure that they fill out their Google My Business profile. It's free, and you can answer your own frequently asked questions. You can put menus, services. You can put videos up there. You can put photos. Um, I even load my podcast up there as well, Fast Marketing Minute, and and, and infographics, uh, not infographics, and um, um, graphics that 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 i create on canva so that's a definite no matter what that's a definite because that because when people are searching you and you're writing and you're blogging and you're doing all these things then you're going to go they're going to go to google and they're going to see you and they go oh wow look what she's doing and so that's why also reviews is so important um as far as linkedin yeah i love linkedin i like it way better than facebook um i'm on facebook I don't love it but i i use it because a lot of people still use it and um twitter is great because i repurpose a lot of the same content so what i might do is um um i use like feedly it's a digital library source i use that um and then i would find out what's interesting that i find interesting that i think my community would like copy and paste, write some copy, put them in there. And then I use a scheduling tool like Buffer. So Buffer is great because it's for me, there's a free version and a paid version. Um, I use the paid version for like $10 a month. And then I schedule it out and then I pop on like a couple times a day, mostly on LinkedIn, sometimes on Facebook. And then I would just, you know, interact because you have to interact, right? That's the whole point. You can't just sit there and do nothing.
0: Now, when you're interacting with people, because I, I, I post things, and I'm not on social media a lot, and I know I'm changing that this year, because this is yeah. the year that I want to really uh, make an impact, bigger impact, and be more consistent on social media. I post a little on Facebook, and I do some on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, on LinkedIn, I have over 6,000 followers. Wow, that's a ton. I don't know how I got them, because okay. I don't post a lot. I have, uh, I did post a couple of articles, you know, over the last, uh, last year, and I repost articles that I think are interesting, or that are, that are going to help other people uh, build their business, and I don't do a lot of uh, personal posts on there, and I, when I was looking at it, oh my god, I have over 6,000 followers, and I'm trying to find out where they found me and I couldn't really find out.
1: Right. I was what really matters is that you have 6,000 <laughs> so, so put out great content. I mean, the bigger you're following, um, that's great. I mean, it. but like similar to like a newsletter list, right? I mean, you could have 10 million followers, but if they're not interacting or opening your emails, I mean, it's just 10 million people, or whatever that are following you. So you want to definitely, I mean, Um, I take my, for example, I take my blog, I write a blog every, usually every week, and I have for the last five years, and then I'll take that, I'll wait a little bit, and then I'll post it as an article, so I mean, you can use all of the same repurposing strategies as well, to build your brand, and to then to repurpose it other places, or syndicate it, or put it on medium, or send it to your chamber, if you're part of a chamber, there are all these people and places that are willing to help you, but You know, you have to do what's most important first. And if you're in business, the most important thing is what? Doing the work. Sales. Oh, yeah, sales, sales. right, right, right. Have, The most important thing is sales. The second is, yeah, you need to figure out a way to do the work, or, but you can't do all the work all the time, so you need to build, sometimes you need to build a virtual team. So, um, you know, it's just really getting down the, to the priorities, but social media and um, building a brand and visibility and PR, you can't do everything perfectly, so just pick a couple of um, platforms that really work for you, And then do it up and then keep trying. Nothing is perfect, it changes all the time. And you know, you'll never, no one will ever be perfect. You just do the best that you can and be yourself and be transparent because that's so important. We're all humans, and people want to work with humans, they want to know that you have faults or that you know, no one's perfect because. Everybody is like so afraid of, um, you know, not being perfect that they, you know, they don't, they feel self-conscious. Well, we got to let that go, right? We right, have to be the right. best that we can be. And that's it. And that's wonderful because we have, we've been sharing, we've been, I've been working on my craft for like 25 plus years. I love what I do and I love helping people. And I know that you do too.
0: It's, it's interesting about that is that I was looking for your email the other day. And I found some emails from 2014 that you're in, that we were in a group together.
1: Really? What group was that? 2014.
0: It was um, the Women's tool, Toolbox Tool. Oh,
1: yes. With, yes. Janet yes. with Janet Powers. Yes.
0: Yes. So it was really funny that we were in a group a, a long time ago, and now we're reconnecting again. So it's really fabulous.
1: Right, and it's great, and you never. I, what this is what I love about um, this when you have these connections. People will find you in all these different places. They and they might not remember you from one place, but a collection, so that you're that you're top of mind. Oh, they see your name. Oh, they see your name. Oh, they see your name, and then they'll reach out when they need you. So it's not about closing the deal all the time. It's about sharing what you sharing what you know and how you can help someone, help solve their problems, help them grow their business, or whatever it might be, express themselves. And then when they're ready, and if they're ready, and if the time is right, and if the stars align, they'll work with you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Now I want to ask you um,
0: a couple of things on your, uh, some of the things that you were working on, Gaining authority in your field as an expert, how do you do that? What is important about that?
1: Well, I think to gain authority in your field as an expert just positions you at the top as a, as a thought leader, first of all. Um, and that includes writing, speaking, um, you know, to go out speaking, uh, to be in front of a room, to command attention, to write as an authority, the more that you blog. Um, the more uh, and, and use organic SEO, you know, long tail keywords, all that kind of stuff um, raises your organic rate, ranking. The more uh, you write for Google uh, about your chosen field, um, and it, it all helps the search engine go up, right? Um, to be an expert just means that you are rising above your competition and your name is always going to be out there. But it takes work. It's not an overnight sensation. You don't wake up, take a little magic pill, and then you know you're an expert. It takes years of of working. But it also just takes strategy. So what I do is I write strategy so people can be experts, so they can really grow their business and they can be happy because you know doing all this work and not getting any recognition is is sad, right? There's no need for that. We're totally able to use our expertise and to help people. Yeah. Thank you. Now we
0: have, our listeners are entrepreneurial women starting businesses and also women in corporate America that are trying to get their name out visibility in the corporation within their company. And uh, would you recommend building their brand? When they're in a corporation too, because I think Absolutely. some people are Absolutely. afraid to do that.
1: I know. Well, we women in general uh, are taught to be pleasers. Well, at least in my generation, we were. You know, we were pleasers. So, um, but now. It's like almost not a quite an equal playing field, but women absolutely, they, their personal brand, they should build their personal brand. They don't have to necessarily you know, outshine their boss, but their boss, um, let me say it another way, women in corporate America should build a brand because they don't know, first of all, where they're gonna go next. So you always keep building your skills, sharing, having a very strong platform on LinkedIn, for example, being a panelist, speaking at a conference, um, doing volunteer work, uh, sharing what you're doing, um, you know, in the community for cause-related events, mentoring someone, Um, this is all very important because when they're online and they're getting recognized, believe me, the social squad at the company is definitely watching. And the CEO, because the CEO and the C-suite is definitely going to want to know, who's making all the splash? Who is that person? Let's bring her in. Let's promote her. Let's find out what's going on. So I say definitely more than ever, um, women should toot their horn. No one's going to toot it for them, but toot it in a way that's authentic for stuff that that you're doing, that you're proud of, that you're accomplishing, not bragging. Not bragging at all, just saying what it is and being out there and being of service. It's all about, Valerie, being of service, being of service and helping other people. And CEOs in the C-suite also recognize women who who stand out for themselves, who stand up for themselves as brand advocates for their company, because brand advocacy and employee advocacy, very, very important. Yes. And you,
0: you know, if you're going to go out and promote yourself as a brand, your name, your company name is attached to it. Absolutely. So, so, so I see that. Yeah.
1: Part of the brand. I mean, it's not like you or I, like we're entrepreneurs and we're building our business, but a woman that's in corporate America, of course, she's a very strong part of her brand, but there's no, they necessarily. I'm just being honest, it doesn't mean that you're going to be with that company forever, but they have to build their strong brand, their own personal brand, a brand that never sleeps because you never know what's going to happen. And she always, from my own experience, my own personal story, she has to always take care of herself.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree that women should um, be panelists and get on stages. You know, a lot of conferences are, are um, looking for speakers. They have the expertise in their field, in their company, getting on a stage at a conference. They're representing their company and themselves and their Absolutely. expertise. Absolutely. The company, I agree with you, the company is going to, you know take notice of that.
1: Absolutely, but there's a way to do that so that you don't scare people, because sometimes men get threatened, right? I mean, women get threatened too. I mean, but there's a, there's a way to do it in a gen, in a genuine way and to be transparent and to just share and promote it. And, um, I, I it, it helps your brand all the way around. It helps your, uh, raising money, you know, as far as, um, your, your own salary, your own, uh, profit package, whatever that might look like too. So mm-hmm. all important. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now what, uh, you talked about the three components of a brand. Can you go over that a little
1: bit more? Sure. So a brand has, a, I, I love this. I read it somewhere a long time ago and, and I talk about it when I do my teaching and my webinars and speaking of brand has three parts. It has a look, a story and your voice. So again, the look is your brand, your logos, your uh, brand personality, what colors you might, I just rebranded like last June. It took a long time for me to really think it through mm-hmm. Um, you know what designers you use what is your image because we grow we evolve and so we're not the same brand that we used to be 10 years ago right so we always have to continually update so you have your look You have your voice, which is how you talk, how you communicate, words you use, um, how a brand is, how you make someone feel. So the words that you use are really important and the tone and all that kind of stuff. And the last one is your story. What's your story? Like, how are you gonna help people? Why are you qualified? to do what you do. I mean, I, I, I had like, I don't know how many years ago, five, six years ago, I had a big life change and um, part of my business collapsed. And so I had to do something and I had all this experience and I started from nothing. I studied. I mean, I had experience in a, overall promotions, advertising, marketing, PR, but I had to like then create a brand about me. So if I can do it and, and really be like pushed against the wall, then you can do it too. Anybody out there can do it. It's strategy, knowing what to do, timing and going for it, not being afraid to do it.
0: Now, you, you've been a um, PR and, and marketing for like over 20 years, I think you said, mm-hmm. And you said that there was a shift about five years ago. What was that, that turning point for you that you made a decision that you were going to go in this other direction, but even though you are in PR, what was that shift for you like?
1: Mm -hmm. It was scary. Well, first of all, I wasn't like always in PR. I did more marketing, value added promotions, advertising, um, because I worked with um, what's now Comcast um, as a promotions manager for many years. And um, the shift was that um, I had another, I still have another business of brand ambassadors uh, for Comcast. And um, the shift was that the whole uh, whole, um, media and cable industry changed. Because um, it wasn't anymore, you know. Everybody just signing up for cable. People were bailing, right? With all the different, um, with all the different services that were available and streaming and things like that. So once the 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 trend shifted, um, I was left with you know having to. What was I gonna do? So I. Actually, did a poll of a bunch of people. I had been in some coaching programs, self-discovery. You know, what was I gonna do? Really, time to reflect, and I just started doing it. And um, it, and it was it, it, it. I had to shift my energy, shift my mindset, and um, just start to do what I knew how to do naturally, and stop being so afraid.
0: Oh, I love that because you talk about the mindset, and that's one of the things that always keeps us back
1: sometimes we
0: we think about something too much and then it start the fear starts coming in starts holding us back and we can't move forward so i love that you um started thinking about well what are the different things that i can do because that's a good way to um to develop your your shift
1: Exactly. And yes. And, and, and Valerie, what was so interesting is that I had to do a self-assessment and I was, you know, afraid. I mean, a lot of things were, I was having, you know, a personal transformation, my marriage and a lot of things were happening. And, but what I did was I pulled like 10 people I knew and I gave them and I wrote a questionnaire and I sent it out to everybody. I said, you know, you don't have to put your name on it, whatever. I don't care. But all the answers were the same. And they said, you know, why don't you start coaching? And I said, I'm not a coach. I'm not a coach. But, you know, I mean, and then what happened was, it was like, but I've been unofficially doing it for years and years and years. People would always come to me asking questions. So you sometimes don't see the gifts that you have or you don't recognize them because you take what you do for granted but other people don't necessarily like people like you might not think that you have, you know, in the beginning that you had certain skills, but then, People are flocking to you, what about this and what about that? And what do I do about this? And, you know, in, in, in uh, the sales department, value add sales and promotions, people always coming up to me, but I never considered, I just would throw out ideas and brainstorming. Mean, it was natural to me. I mean, I grew up in an entrepreneurial uh, family with my mommy and my dad, we both entrepreneurs. We always talk business. So it just seemed natural to me. But I think that we undervalue ourselves. And we don't, um, we, we have low self-esteem, a lot of us. And it's because we're afraid of failing, we're afraid of success, we're afraid of what other people, you know, um, are going to think of us. And we have to push through that terror barrier to get to the other side and keep pushing, because once you keep pushing... Then it just becomes easier to get there. Just like going on stage, it gets me so scary the first time. And then once you keep doing it and then you say, I don't care, I'm just going to be me. That to me was the biggest, most revolutionary moment. I'm just going to be me. And if you don't like it, well, that's okay. But I've got valuable information if you want to learn. And if you don't, okay, that's fine too. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's what I tell my my coaching clients too, is that, you know, they're afraid because you, we got all these eyeballs on us, and mm-hmm. it is scary. Uh, but I tell them, it's not about you. If you're right. thinking in your head, oh, I'm scared. Oh, Am I going to remember my information? Then you're not in the moment. You're not really delivering your message. So what you're, you have to do is, is look at the audience and say, I am going to give you some valuable information. Otherwise, you're not going to be on stage, if not valuable information. Yeah. So, you know, give them the information. And if it's coming from your heart and you're sincere about it, they are going to love it. Even, even if you mess up, it doesn't matter. Because like you said, we're all human. And right. I, I teach I- business improv to, to corporations and entrepreneurs. And it's about the failure and to be able to laugh about
1: it and continue to keep going on. Exactly. I was on stage once. I will never forget one of my first big um, 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 events, and and the wrong slides went up. And I, <laughs> oh, my god, like this. This, I said, oh my god, like this. I said, "This is the wrong slide." And then it, everybody was quiet, and then I started to laugh. And everybody just paid right attention because I, boom, written right into it and it didn't really matter. And I was totally myself. So you can only do what you can do. You live with it. You learn. And, I mean, I think that was, like, it was a great day. I got a lot of clients. It was fun. And, boy, I learned my lesson, never send place or slides. <laughs> <laughs> I always
0: make copies of my slides. Yeah. So if there's techno, uh, technology problems, I have my slides.
1: And there always are a technology. And,
0: yes, there always are. So I've got my slides. I can go a uh, picture of them, you know, a, a copy of them I can work from. Um, and there's been times when, you know, I said, you know what? I know this information. Go ahead and fix the technology. I'm going to keep talking to you about the, the first, my introduction of it until right. they get it fixed. Exactly. If they don't get it fixed, well, that's fine. I've got my notes that I can uh, refer back to. Exactly. Exactly. Just keep going on and act like nothing nothing big has happened.
1: Uh, But that's. It just is what it is. It just (laughs) is what it is. But I think it takes a certain, um, Valerie, I think it takes a certain level of confidence to be confident in your own skin. And to just like say, okay, well, this is what happens. So let's just keep going on. And to command the room and to, from a position of authority, like, okay, so what are the, to change it up. So what are the questions out there while we're doing this? You know, what are the questions? What do you want to know? What are some of your problems? Are you writing a blog? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And then it just changes up the energy. That's so important, as you know, in a room. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's a good thing that you mentioned that too, because that's another way to uh, offset something happening that's uh not not uh, your fault but maybe technology or uh some other interruption where you can just say okay you know what i'm going to take this time to ask questions and Mm -hmm. engage
1: the audience Mm
0: -hmm. and it just feels natural to them they they're comfortable because you're comfortable
1: right And when, and have you, you've been, I'm sure you know this, that you've been in a room and someone is on stage and they are choking, everybody feels so bad. Yes. So uncomfortable and they'll do anything because it's human nature. And especially as women, we so want everybody to like do well.
0: Yes. Yeah. Otherwise they wouldn't be there. They want to hear from you.
1: I know. Exactly.
0: I've got another, another um, idea that, you know, that you've discussed that I'm really fascinated with. And I wanted you to go over that a little bit about the Alexa project that you're doing right now.
1: Yes. I'm so excited about that. I
0: I saw that and I heard uh, your, some of your episodes on it. And it's fascinating. Can you just tell us a little
1: bit about it? Yeah. So I'm i a voracious reader. I mean, maybe too much sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm a little bit of a workaholic. Um, I've been noted for that. But um, I love to read. And I know with this whole ver- uh, voice search, um, uh, marketing that's going on. And, um, I read, I heard actually a webinar about, um, Alexa marketing, uh, and doing it on, uh, you know, with voice with AI. So I said, okay, so I started to figure it out and, um, uh, decide and I found out that you can do free market you can do free skills on Alexa so they're flash briefings or skills so you know how like say Alexa tell me a joke uh well it could be you know Alexa um you know tell me a marketing skill oh oh my goodness Alexa just talked to me in the kitchen (laughs) I hear her
0: (laughs) that is so
1: crazy is she answering your problem (laughs) oh yeah 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 she goes I'm sorry I didn't hear you I don't understand what she said But anyways, so what I decided to do was to um, create a date, so if you do a flash briefing, you you have to do it um, every day. It's a daily thing that you're supposed to do. So um, I learned how to do a podcast like a few months ago. And basically, um, I watched a couple of YouTube (laughs) videos. Um, I learned how to do Audacity. I had an old YouTube channel with some music that I liked, but I'm going to dump the YouTube channel because I'm going to put my Fast Marketing Minute, so it's fastmarketingminute.com. I'm going to put my Fast Marketing Minute on on, on my brand new um, Robin Samora YouTube channel. So basically, um, what you can do with this Alexa, because she's going to start talking to me, <laughs> is that um, I uh, write a, I write a podcast. Um, I record it on Audacity. And then um, we created uh, a logo, graphics, I just love the graphics, and um, I, I, um, I, upload it to, um, I upload it to Alexa. So I do them in batches, like maybe of 10 at a time, but I committed that I was gonna do it for a year. And what's so interesting is that I wrote it, and then I'm gonna use that text, and then you know, make sure that it's SEO driven and it will, because YouTube is the second largest um, search engine engine in the world, and also what I'll do is then have, you can have a call to action, so you say, this is, I'm Robin Smoor with the Fast Marketing Minute, I'm your marketing and PR expert here to help you grow your business and brand, and then I give whatever, under two minutes, and then I have a CTA, like, what I would say to you, like if we have a, a call to action here, you know, download a copy of my 52 marketing and PR ideas to get attention. You know, it's at robinsamora.com backslash 52 tips. Talk tomorrow. So I do this every day or I do them in batches and um, I have my little music. And honestly, I le- honestly, Valerie, I learned how to do it in like a couple of hours, like you know, watching the YouTube, and and then I just did, and I knew enough about um, the marketing part of it, so that I'm, you know, it's not so important for me to be, like, number one, uh, because I'm also on iTunes, and Deezer, and um, um, app, uh, iTunes, Deezer, Stitcher, Pandora, whatever. The most important thing for me was to to raise my expert status, right? And okay. to deliver it to, um, to a wider audience, so that if, the, so, and using my keywords and using all of my content that I've already, a lot of it i have already written, not all of it, because I still write, I have to write in little, 250 to 300 word little segments but then i can use that and use that for a book i can use it for different things so so um the alexa thing is really interesting but i also turned it into a, a podcast on those other platforms and it's fun i really like it and it's it's and i have my <laughs> bike that you can see here 50 other than that i have my um i do it on audacity it's a it's a free platform
0: that's wonderful Um, and I love that you know YouTube has so many things I always go to them also just to learn whatever I always ask you the questions and I'll watch a couple of the videos uh, on one topic just to understand how to do something Um, and by us getting on there too people are going to come and look for you know what what we have to deliver too
1: yeah, absolutely. And again, it's the second largest search engine in the world. So, and as long as you're um, uh, optimizing your video descriptions and driving traffic to either your website, your blog, to a free offer, to a discovery call, to a PR evaluation, whatever it might be, um, I want to bring people to my blog and to my contact page. And they can, if they decide, they like me they want to subscribe they want to talk to me I have open office hours wherever it might be Um, then it's another way for them to get to know me and then if they like me because as you know it's like no trust believe and care they have to care about they have to know that you care about them
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no I agree and now Robin can you leave our listeners with like one next step to do
1: absolutely So look at what you're doing for social media, and if it's not working, change it up, first of all. So I would say if you're in business, if you have your own business, make sure you're on Google My Business because it's a wonderful free publicity tool and you can load content there. You can a- answer your own FAQ questions, whatever. And then pick one platform. Like I'd say Google My Business if you're in business for sure. Pick one platform. If you're, in Link- if you're on LinkedIn and you have a pretty good following or you want to build a following, awesome. Make that better. You know, post, you can go to feedly.com and get articles um, and just use that and then build up to a second one. You don't need three or four. You don't need it. It's too much. You'll never be able to do that. The problem is that we're always working in our business and not on our business. So to build your brand, um, get more visibility as an expert. I definitely think that. Raising your expert status is important, but don't do too much. You'll never, you'll always be, feel sad that you're not doing enough and that you're not doing it right. And the whole thing is we want to keep our vibe and energy up. So other people will feel it the same way too.
0: Right, right. And uh, the other thing is when you're posting articles and you're uh, posting things on YouTube, that's also elevating you on, uh, on Google, on the SEO.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So,
0: so don't Especially you agree by...
1: Optimize, yes. Yeah,
0: Google your name and see where you're showing up, what's coming under. Because, um, you know, I Google my name and, and things that I've done, you know, maybe, you know, five years ago are still showing
1: up. Right. But you want to get yourself to the position where, you know, you're the, you're the top. You want to be right under the ads, right? Mm-hmm. Or you want to be right under the ad. So you want to do your keyword research or you want to have somebody help you um, to do that. And then just pepper them in, pepper them into um, your copy, into your new blogs um, so that, you know, it's Google doesn't hear. They read their bots, right? So they, it's just proper placement, but conversational placement, conversational tone. That's what's important because like with this whole voice search thing, it's crazy. Like, you know, I'm driving down the street, the wind, I'm driving down the street <laughs> and um, it's like, you know, best nail salon, you know, on this road, whatever. And they're going to show me, you know, five stars. So it's, it's crazy, but it's, there's so many ways that you can work it and with the strategy. So that's what I do is that I write marketing plans to help people with their strategy and action plans, so that they can do it themselves, or they could have their team do it.
0: Oh, terrific! Terrific! Now, um, you've got something for the listeners too. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: All right, not sure what I promised you, but <laughs> you can read it. No, no, no. I think I know. Um, first of all, they can they download- ask me anything. Yeah, They yeah. You, I have a, a Ask Me Anything. Um, you can call me or set up a time. Go to my website, robinsamora.com backslash contact, Um, or you can email me at Robin at Robinsamora.com. Let me know how you heard of me. And um, I'm happy to ask me anything. Yeah, we'll spend 15, 20 minutes on the phone. Be glad to do that for your audience. Um, I love what you do, Valerie, and I'm um, absolutely think that public speaking is a wonderful way for women to really transform and shift how they think about themselves and themselves as a, um, to get rid of this crazy imposter syndrome thing. And um, the other thing that is that your audience can download a copy of my 52 marketing and PR ideas to get attention. And that's at robinsamora.com backslash 52 tips.
0: Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to listen to this again. And I'm going to write down all of the resources that you mentioned. Absolutely. I think that that's and I'm really happy important. To
1: add more. If you want me to add more, like other templates and things that I have, I'm very happy to do that as well.
0: Okay, terrific. And we could work on that so we can have maybe links to some of your templates. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, because I want to make sure that uh, you know, our listeners are going to be able to take the next step, wherever they're at, if they're already uh, pretty pr- proficient in on social media, or if they're just getting started, there's always a next step for them.
1: Always, and um, and if they want to listen to fastmarketingminute.com, I would love that. Just uh, give me, uh, tell me what you think. Um, Yeah, I want to write for you. I want to write for what people want to know about. Um, You know, in short, little snippets. You know, one and a half, two minutes. What do you want to know? What you know? What's important to you? Uh, That's what I like to write about, so I can be helpful and also um, make sure that I'm contributing to help someone grow their business, make some money because with money you can do a lot of things and freedom is the one of the biggest things. Right.
0: And the fact that all of this information that you've given us today is actually free.
1: Yes, it is. Free.
0: And get your name out there 24 hours a day, have it working for you and you're not spending anything on, on marketing. So, um, so thank you very much, Robin, thank for, so for much. being on our podcast today. And, uh, for our listeners, Robin's going to be coming back, and she's going to for another uh, set episode. And she's going to go a little deeper into how you can excel in social media, how you can get comfortable in your skin, so that you can stand out in your company, stand out as an entrepreneur, and really get your business rocking. Get your name rocking because that's
1: oh, yeah, exactly how to build a rock star brand.
0: Yes, yes. So we'll work on that in our next episode with Robin. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate you being on you our so show today.
1: And, um, I hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye bye.
0: And thank you, listeners. We'll be back uh, with another episode.